Today is the day the Lord has made, and these are the times through which God has decided we shall live. It's times such as these, it says in the book of Esther, that require us to accept on our shoulders unique responsibilities. I don't think I've had someone on the show in a position more unique and, frankly, taking what might be a bigger risk to speak the truth uh, about the COVID diktats from Jay Inslee and also apparently from the Supreme Court to lower courts, then my guest, Dave Larson, Judge Dave Larson joins me. Judge, welcome to the Todd Herman Show. Thank you. Thank you for having me on this important issue. It is an important issue. The issue at hand is whether uh, there's a lot of issues at hand. Can the government force employers to have people get shot up with these mRNA injections? And if so, which parts of the government? Can it be just one person, as in Jay Inslee? Or can it, in fact, be a court, like the Supreme Court has decided to force people to get shot up with these mRNA injections? Um, Judge, to me, this seems like an issue of survival for representative democracy. Do I overstate that? No, no, you don't at all. And and, uh, just so it's clear about why I'm why I'm going out on this, why I'm, I'm feel like it's important to talk about it is because it is about our system of government. And the reason I, when the Supreme court, our state Supreme court passed the vaccination mandate for state court employees and then encouraged local courts to do it. I sent an email back to the justices uh, imploring them to con- reconsider because I believed it to be illegal. And I gave them an email and some attachments that gave some legal reasoning to show why, um, uh, why these vaccination vaccination mandates are illegal? Not not the mandates themselves. So just so it's clear, the legislate the the mandates could be legal, like like they are for school age children. But the determination of whether they're whether they're going to be adopted or not is one for the legislature and not for the governor or the Supreme Court. It's simple civics. It's civics one hundred and one. And and the legislature creates laws. The governor carries them out, and the courts interpret them. And um, so that that's so I think that we've kind of I, I don't attach any ill will to anybody or any uh, ill intent. Everybody's trying their best. But in this situation, we can't we always we have to look at principles and process and follow those regardless of the emergency. Keep our head about us and actually follow the rules, because all the unrest we're having is directly as a result of not following the rules. And it's cause and effect. Uh, because our system of government is designed to buffer uh, dissent in a way that where everybody's heard and we comes up we come up with laws that we all need and instead of laws that only some of us want, when only one person or a small group of people determines those laws and what they want without consideration of anybody being heard, mm-hmm. it's natural that people are going to push back. Yeah, and I will I will depart with you just a little bit, Judge, in that I do in fact believe there's ill intent. I respect your your opinion that there's not. Uh, from where I sit, I've seen um, insane lies. This is not a judicial issue, but I've seen the World Health Organization pretend that human beings don't have immune systems. Therefore, there's no herd immunity. I've seen the 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 CDC uh, refuse to make clear the fact that this is an age stratified virus that that younger people below the age fifty. In fact, I just read new data this week, Judge. Um, people below the age of 40. This came up in the FDA call um, where they were looking at the the safety of these injections. People under the age of 40 are more likely to be injured by these injections uh, than from the COVID flu. So uh, there's just too much on the side of of ill will for me. Let's get back to it. Let me me clarify it just so it's clear. Yeah. I don't think we have to go there. 
And this is why. Okay. I don't think it matters because the law is the law, right? It doesn't matter what somebody could want vaccine mandates for ill, for ill-advised reasons or for evil intent. Mm-hmm. But the, the reason it goes to the legislative process is because those are supposed to be weeded out, right? That's how that works. Is it gets sifted out of the of the process? Ill intent does. Yes. Yeah. And then you come out with with once everybody's heard, maybe you come out with a law that says that if you have a natural immunity, you don't need a vaccination, vaccination, et cetera, et cetera. But what I my point was, and I, maybe I didn't articulate it well enough, is that if we go there, then we're arguing about people's intent instead of what the law is and what we really should do as, as a as a valid response to what everybody agrees is a, a situation we haven't been confronted with. Yeah. Uh, whether, um, so there you go. Yeah. And um, Judge, to be clear, uh, this is one of the reasons I like having Judge Dave Larson on the show is you are fully a man of the law. I love the law. I also have this greater realm of, of commentary on what I see is going on in the society. Let me get to this, because I find this 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 maddening and frustrating and frightening. I had on my program last week, it was the first local uh, media person to interview Nathan Arnold. Uh, he's one of your colleagues. He's a lawyer, uh, not a judicial colleague, but a law colleague, has filed a major suit against Jay Inslee over these vaccine diktats, these mRNA diktats. It's going to be thousands of people, Judge, who joined this suit. He is he can't stop adding people. But so so many people are about to lose their jobs, their property, Judge. And I want to talk about that because I think our property is constitutionally protected in this state. They're about to be either forced to violate their religious principles. And, and I know that our state constitution says the governor can't make laws that do that or orders that do that. But let me get to this. The state Supreme Court, Judge Judge Larson, they ordered the courts and lower courts to begin mandating these injections. Doesn't that mean they've already decided that they want to view this as legal? And, and this is exactly my point: is that we need to stay in our own lane, and and we didn't. When we when we started enacting vaccine mandates, uh, then all of a sudden now we become a participant, and it's like, um, and, and there's rules on this. Uh, uh, it's uh, in the judicial conduct rules that if you make a public statement about lit- pending or impending, you know, threatened litigation, yeah, that you cannot hear the case. And the question is, the question that's going to come up is if uh, if this comes before the court and they've already decided that vaccine mandates are legal. And in fact, in my understanding, I didn't attend the meeting, is that they believe that they can order us local judges to impose mandates, too. Uh, then then all of a sudden you become a participant in the litigation. It's like being before a judge and, and you think the light's red and I think it's green. And the judge writes an article about how, the, in our case, the light's green. Right. How, when you go into court, how are you going to feel about defending your position that the light was red? Well, I, I think that this has been another uh, issue, Judge, that I believe has, has just metastasized across societies. I know of judges, and I will have you review a colleague because it's a little bit off topic, but I have, I've on my program played audio of judges um, saying they occupy the bench. Their job is to seek racial justice. Their, their job is to, to fight for illegal immigrants. They, and they come out and say things that mean to me, you can never hear a case on illegal immigration. You have said part of your job as a judge is to fight for illegal immigrants. You can't hear a case that involves immigration. So well, I, this, 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 with the Supreme Court, her judge, they've made a decision, as I see it. They, they think they can force you 
to get these uh, to have people in your courtroom get injected with this stuff. Um, if they've made that clear, what happens? I can can an attorney argue for a different venue or are they stuck with this court? It's unprecedented. I don't know. Uh, it's unprecedented. That, that, but, but yeah, I don't know of any case like this. But the wow. but again, the, the 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 litigants. I can't really comment on pending litigation because sure. I'm, I'm in the same position. I'm explaining what I did as a judge to push back yeah. on this notion that I can impose a, a, a mandate. Okay, um, the litigation is a separate issue. The it's up to each justice to decide whether or not they should recuse themselves. There'd be pro tem justices that would hear the cases then. Uh, just so it's clear, uh, this law applies. This rule applies to me now. So if I get a case before me in my court about somebody cited for not in some way for not following a vaccine mandate, I don't know how it would get in front of me. I couldn't hear the case because yeah. I've made public statements that ultimately pu- they went public uh, in terms of uh, of my uh, uh, statement, uh, my email to the Supreme Court. So and because I'm on your show, I couldn't hear those cases. Yeah. And, and, I, and, I, and I should recuse myself and I would. And, and you would. And yes, Judge, exactly. I, I know you would. And I don't have confidence that the state Supreme Court will. But I want to examine this a little bit further. Judge Dave Larson is with us on the Todd Herman show. Um, question is, which government body can enforce this? And uh, I, I am I've gone on a search for if I had to defend Jay Inslee and his view that he gets to, to mandate that employers cause you to get injected or fire you. Um, I can't find the defense. So we'll talk about that with uh, Judge Dave Larson as we continue in the Todd Herman show. Judge Dave Larson is with us on the Todd Herman show. He's described this as an unprecedented situation. Um, the injection of people with or you, you have to get injected to stay in the courts. And they said they, they want this enforced throughout the courts. It seems to me they've, they've rendered an opinion on this. Um, Judge Larson, you'd said that if this case, I know you can't comment on the litigation, but if this case makes it to the Supreme Court, which I'm going to guess it will, um, if all the justices recuse themselves, then there would be pro tem judges. But but Judge Larson, how would those pro tem judges be found? Would it would they be appointed by Jay Inslee? Not, I, I couldn't tell you exactly, but they'd be court of uh, judges from the different uh, divisions of the courts of appeal is like is what they is what the, is what would happen if, if they were recused. It would be different judges that would be acting as justices in the case. And um so that's that's what it like that's what it happened because that's that that the fact that a justice has been recused or uh, or whatever that's not unprecedented that's happened right. for different reasons and there's uh, or or otherwise unavailable they have a pro tem justice. But you were saying it's an unprecedented situation to have a Supreme Court throw itself into a situation like this in such a way as to become an immediate participant. Right. And, and, and it, it's the reason it might be unwitting in the sense that the governor said, hey, Supreme Court, you decide what to do. So it's like they're they're deciding what to do. But the problem that's where staying in our own lanes and making the system work the right way doesn't create the issue for when litigation is before the court on this issue. That's obviously a constitutional issue. Uh, whether it, whether it's, uh, which way it'll go is up, is up yeah. to the arguments and everything else. But for the court to weigh in, what should have happened is that they should have pushed back and said, look, governor, thank you. But, but what if this issue comes before the court, Yes, you know, and the, it gets, it gets a little muddy because they are responsible for managing the employees and the safety of the work environment too. So they, there's some, it gets murky, but it's still you you side on the side of and maybe which is what I suggested. The governor's remedy in this case is to call for a special session. That's what he should have done. Call for a special session to, to look at the issue of whether the vaccine should be mandated. 
Well, we're two years, we're two years into two weeks to flatten the curve. And Jay Inslee has refused every request for a special session. I would conclude that Jay Inslee doesn't want a special session. That may very well be the case, but in, in my opinion, and what I said to the justices is that's the remedy. And if I, if it was me and somebody asked me, I'd say, governor, your remedy is to ask for a special session. I can, we cannot as a court, just the same thing I did in my court. We cannot as a court pass the mandate because we have no authority. Now, a lot of people don't know article 20 section one of our state constitution provides actually provides for a, for a board of health. And so it's in the constitution and that, that board of health is given powers by the legislature. Uh, and, and, um, so it's and those powers aren't given to the governor. So and, the, the, they they could legitimize this process. And I heard you say that if this this came before you, and now you're speaking about it, and so you've said you'd recuse yourself. If this question came before you, um, and it was the governor versus someone else, Jay Inslee, you would say, I think the remedy is that if you want this done, call a special session, bring the politicians and office holders in, you know, seventy five people. Let them argue it out, and hopefully that screens out, filters out bad intent. It gives people an opportunity to compromise and to respect, say, religious liberties, to respect even common sense that um, there, there is now even more data out of Israel. As of today, I was just reading the Orthodox Jews in Israel absolutely refused to lock down, absolutely refused um, the, any of the mRNA injections they're not getting Delta. They're not getting hospitalized. They're about, they're maybe 4% of the cases of hospitalization, 1% of Delta infections. So you get a chance to do that in a legislative body. Um, What I'm, my question is this judge, here's what I see at risk with these state employees right now. And it's going to be other employees. It's the taking of their property. Can the governor, can the governor actually mandate this the, the taking of say someone's pension someone is eight months from a pension isn't that a direct violation of the constitution that a, a diktat takes property well uh, there's some case law that says the actual employment is a property right um wow so, yes and uh so under certain circumstances and so the um and that's that's that it kind of gets into the area of the pending litigation, but it also, I addressed it in my memo, which was I, I warned of possible wrongful termination uh, because if there, if, if this does go the other way, that, that this really isn't, there is an authority, then the, these three people that get, got fired for not getting the vaccine, you know, potentially have a claim. And that, I did put that in my memo. Now, one thing that's a clear, one reason that it's very, that the issue of authority is very important is because in Article One, Section Seven of our state constitution, that's where we have a right of privacy, including medical privacy, that can be overcome if there's authority of law. Okay, like a search warrant or some law that says you have to divulge information. So the question and that prevents somebody without authority from you know coming in and enforcing you to divulge private matters, right? And it's right in the law. So the so the re- reason that authority is so important is that triggers whether the right the, the applicability of that particular right, which is which our constitution has been construed as given as broader rights than the Fourth Amendment, right? That Article right. One, Section Seven, and so if there is no authority of law, the right of privacy, in other words, divulging my private information about my medical status and things of that nature, can't be overcome. But if there is a valid authority of law and constitutional authority of law, 
then I could be forced to provide my vaccine status or, or anybody, you know, any, not mine, but anybody would be. So that's why the issue of authority is so important. Well, there's also this, Judge Larson. We've got a few minutes left with the, uh, Judge Dave Larson. I forget the the court you represent. I just know it's in the Federal Way area. And you've yeah, been, Federal Way Municipal, yeah. And you've been a, a justice for as long as I can remember. Oh, um, judge, 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 not justice. Yeah, judge. I tried to be a justice. Should have been a justice twice, a judge, uh, for as long as I can recall. Um, if if this, as this sits now, let me see if I understand this correctly. We have one man who constitutionally has no authority to create uh, a diktat like this because there is a legitimate process. That is a meeting of the legislature, which he, that one man, can anytime he wants to call for a special session of the legislature to address this and other things. Anytime Janzi wants to do that, he can make that happen. So if I understand this correctly, anytime he wants to legitimize this, Jay Inslee, in his role as governor, can actually legitimize this tomorrow. He could put out a statement tonight saying, I, I, I want a special session of the legislature and to try to get them to do that. Yeah, I don't know all the ins and outs of yeah. calling a special session, but he definitely has that power. I don't know the timing and every, all those yeah. other things, but he definitely has the power. Now, when you look at last, at last session, which I did, there wasn't one bill proposed by anybody mandating vaccines. And, but now with Delta, this Delta variant came out after the session was over around the time. But that's when, okay, if it's that much of an emergency, which which I'm not going to get into the merits of that, whether it is or isn't. But if it is, even if there's a question about it, and you and it's emergency, then you call the special session, have the legislature deal with the issue of whether man, uh, vaccines can be mandated. This is not like wearing a mask or not going into a store or something else. This has to do with something being injected in your body, and or being uh, being asked to waive your medical privacy by giving people other the government information about about uh, uh, your medical status. Yeah, and yeah. so it's a little bit different uh, of a of a situation than those types of restrictions that are more yeah. innocuous. If you are at this point prior to this becoming going through the courts, uh, if you are directly ordered by the Supreme Court to order your employees to get injected, will you do that? I'd have to really think about it, but I think I have it. Uh, I took an oath to uphold the Constitution of the United States and the state of Washington. And uh, I think that if I still believe it's an illegal order, because I got an open mind. That's the whole thing about being a judge, too. I may be wrong. Convincing me I'm wrong, right? And if I am wrong, I'd say, okay, I'm going to follow the law, even if I don't agree with it, right? But if I'm right, I think I have a duty to, to disobey that illegal order. I think there's I a legal, to be in a legal order. I have a duty to, yeah. to do it because, <clears throat> and the, the scary thing about this is that if this goes through, the only people left will be the people that are willing to obey at all costs. The only people left in the employ of the government. Yes. Um, it's never turned out well in history. There is some belief um, that the result of this will be exactly what you just said, Judge Larson. The result of this will be, the, and, and, and I have my view on the motive. I know that you're not going to comment on motive, and I think that you've given people the benefit of the doubt, and I like that about you. But the result of the only people left in the police force, in the government, as employees, are people who will do whatever they're told, no matter what, who will not say no to an illegal order. That's chilling. Well, and, and again, the, um, this is a challenge, and I think this is why I don't want to get into the motivations. And if you look at my email that I sent to the Supreme Court, I actually invite us not to do that. Let's look at the law. 
because I don't want to argue about that. I want to argue what the law is. I want to argue about what the intended process is because, you know, our system's design is brilliant in the way it's designed by isolating power, by separating power, by, by creating lanes of government that you have a function and you perform it. And if you do it well, you'll have a stable free society. If it gets dysfunctional, you will have an unstable, tumultuous, a contentious uh, society where people are going to feel oppressed and people get feel oppressed for only so long and then they push back. And that's that's throughout history that's happened over and over again. Yeah. And yeah. I'm, I'm, I love our system of government because of what it does for social order, because all of us have an opportunity to be heard. And we, we even if we don't agree with the, with the outcome, at least we had a, a right to say something. Absolutely. Yep, absolutely. High trust societies work, low trust societies collapse. Judge Dave Larson's been with us on the Todd Herman Show. Judge, I always appreciate your candor and your ethics and uh, that you'll speak out. I just wish that you will go with God's good grace today, sir. Thank you, sir.